So next, we are going to talk about the Cremant. So Cremant, we're going to talk mainly of, so for the WSCT diploma, we talk uh, about the three largest Cremant appellations. And which, by the way, is the very first question. Which are the three largest Cremant appellations in France? Cremant d'Alsace, Cremant de Bourgogne, and Cremant du Loire. Next, Alsace and the Loire are the largest and most important sources of Cremant category wines. How does it compare to champagne production in percentage? So, the production of each is still only about 10% of the production of champagne. Next, what are the common features for all Cremant? So, they all must do hand harvest and whole bunch pressing. They have a maximum yield at pressing of 100 liter per 150 kilo of grape of maximum yields. Some, as we will see forward, have lower than that, but the maximum yield at pressing is of 100 liter per 150 kilo of grape. It must be made use the tra traditional method. It must have minimum nine months on lease. It must have minimum 12 months of maturation between tirage and release maximum 13 ABV, and a minimum of four atmospheres of pressure. Okay? So as you remember, here just a quick note on the atmosphere of pressure. If you remember on the um, winemaking flashcard reading, I talked that most traditional sparkling wines, they use 24 gram of sucrose per liter, at the liqueur d'expédition, uh, at the um, liqueur de tirage, which will usually give you six atmospheres. I also spoke about the ASTI method. ASTI method gives you about five atmospheres. Here in Cremont, minimum four atmospheres of pressure, just for you to have a comparison. Next. What's the main grape variety for the production of Cremant d'Alsace? Pinot Blanc. Next, how much percentage of the wine in Alsace is Cremant? It's about 25% of the total wine production. So, in the Alsace region, a quarter of the whole production of wine is Cremant. So, it's a good number. Next. Has the vineyard area for Cremont in Alsace grown or shrunk over the last 10 years? And by how much? It has grown by 15%. At the moment, we have about 3,600 hectares of vineyards for Cremont. Next, due to Alsace be on the east of the Vosges Mountains, what climate does it have? Climate is sunny, semi-continental, often rather dry and hot during the growing season. In this climate, 
Grape ripening progresses with hot days and cool nights, giving fruit ripeness while retaining high acidity that is ideal for traditional sparkling wines. Traditional method sparkling wines, sorry. Next, is irrigation allowed in Alsace for Cremant? No. Next, what is the main hazards? What are the what is the main hazard in Alsace? So the main hazard in Alsace, like most of them, spring frosts. Spring frost can be a problem and has become worse in recent years with warmer and earlier springs resulting in early bud breaks. It makes the vine more vulnerable to spring frosts, which lends to which which leads to reduction of yields. Next, for Cremo d'Alsace, Pinot Blanc is planted in the best sites. True or false? It is false. The best sites are for Riesling and other noble grape varieties for steel wines. Pinot Blanc is usually at lower levels of elevation, with higher fertility and therefore not suited for top quality grapes for steel wines. And some cooler sites in the higher valleys where grapes for steel wine would struggle to ripen. Munster Valley is an example of it. This is not exclusive for Cremont d'Alsace, okay? Remember, grapes for sparkling wine are usually at the not as good vineyard sites. The best vineyard sites are usually for steel wines. Next, do you use a Gewurztraminer and, and Muscat grapes for Cremont d'Alsace is common as well. True or false? It is false. They are not permitted for Cremant. Next, Pinot Blanc is an inexpensive variety. So some top growers will add another grape with more prominent fruit in their blends to raise the quality of the Cremant d'Alsace. Which one? Pinot Gris. Next, grape varieties for Cremant d'Alsace. What are the grape varieties for Cremant d'Alsace? Pinot Blanc, Auxerrois, Chardonnay, Riesling, Pinot Gris, and Pinot Noir. Next, Cremant d'Alsace is the only Alsace appellation allowing the use of Chardonnay, even though it is only 1% of total, total vineyard area. True or false? So in Alsace, the whole Alsace, you have appellations for steel wine and uh, sweet wines and cremants. For the Cremant d'Alsace, Cremant d'Alsace is the only Alsace appellation allowing the use of Chardonnay. True or false? It's true, which that's why it also makes sense. It's only 1% of the vineyards. Next, Cremant d'Alsace Rosé can only be made from one grape variety. Which one? Pinot Noir. 
Next, how much does Pinot Blanc represent of the total Alsace vineyard area? Of the whole vineyards in Alsace, how much does Pinot Blanc represent? It's about 20%. So it is quite an important grape, 20% of the total vineyard area. Next, describe Pinot Blanc variety in Alsace. So Pinot Blanc, it's early, bu early budding, which makes it prone to frost. So basically for sparkling wines, any grape variety that early budding, that, uh, that buds early, will be prone to frosts. It's prone to fungal disease. It's early ripening, which combined with the early peaking necessary for sparkling wines, means that the harvest is much earlier than other varieties, which is actually good for wineries that are handling the full range of varieties of Alsace, allowing them to spread out the harvest. Because when you work with so many different grape varieties for Cremant, for steel wines, for Vendange Tardive, it's actually good that you have a grape variety that is early ripening. And on top of it, you have to harvest it earlier because it's for sparkling wine. So it's even better for the winery. And finally, Pinot Blanc contributes floral and green apple aromas and has high acidity to crema. Next, when do growers have to declare that they are going to make crema d'Alsace? They have to declare by July. So in Alsace, if you want to make crema, you have until July to declare that you're going to make the crema. Next question. Is the harvest for Cremo d'Alsace early or late and why? Again, early, usually the last days of August or the first part of September. And it's again because just ripe fruit with high acidity is what you want for sparkling wines. Next. Harvesting Cremant d'Alsace is made by hand and a whole bunch pressing is mandatory. True or false? Like we saw a few flashcards ago, it's true for every single Cremant appellation. Cremant must be whole bunch pressed, much must be hand harvest. For Cremant d'Alsace, as the potential alcohol is low, the minimum potential alcohol is of 8.5, what do winemakers have to do to the must? Obviously, they have to capitalize it. Next, in Alsace for Cremant, usually 10% are reserved wines. True or false? It is false. Wines are usually 100% of a single vintage. Reserve wines are not common. Next, most Cremant d'Alsace is of which style? It is Brut. Most Cremant d'Alsace will be Brut. Which again, how much sugar in Brut? 0 to 12 grams per liter. We saw that on the winemaking flashcards. Next, 
How long is the usual skin maceration for Cremant d'Alsace Rosé? 12 to 24 hours. Next, what's the dosage level usual, usually for Cremant d'Alsace? So the dosage level usually for Cremant d'Alsace is between 8 to 10 grams of sugar per liter. Next, what's Cremant d'Alsace émotion? Cremant d'Alsace émotion is a prestige, a prestige category that was launched in 2012 to create top quality category for Alsace sparkling wine. Next, requirements for the Cremant d'Alsace émotion, that top prestige category. What are the requirements? It has to be a minimum 75% of Pinot Blanc, Chardonnay, and Pinot Noir, either separately or together. And it must be minimum 24 months of lease aging. Next, oh, which by the way, on the previous one, so Cremant d'Alsace Emotion, Again, it was launched in 2012, but it hasn't proved very popular yet. Next, production of Cremant d'Alsace is divided between growers, merchant houses, and cooperatives, where growers represent 43% of the production of Cremant, merchant houses 37%, and cooperatives 20%. True or false? It is false. Actually, it's 43% of cooperatives, 37% merchant houses, and 20% growers. So the cooperative market is still quite big for Cremant d'Alsace. Next, Cremant d'Alsace has grown in volume of production more than doubling between 2000 and 2014. True or false? It is true. What is the percentage for the domestic and export sales of Cremant d'Alsace? So 80% of the Cremant d'Alsace is sold domestically and 20% of it is exported. So Cremant d'Alsace it's still very much in France only. Next, how much percentage is Cremant de Bourgogne? Pay attention that we, we changed to Bourgogne now. We're not talking about Cremant d'Alsace anymore. We're talking about Cremant de Bourgogne. How much percentage is Cremant de Bourgogne in proportion of all wines produced in Burgundy? It's about 10%, which makes sense. Because in Burgundy, the steel wines are so valuable. Why the hell would you do a Cremant? So only 10% of it is Cremant. Next, where are grapes usually sourced from for Cremant de Bourgogne? So for the Cremant de Bourgogne, usually the grapes are sourced from the Maconnais, especially for Chardonnay, from the Côte Chalonnaise, 
especially around Rui, from Beaujolais, from the areas around Chablis in the Yonne Departement and in the Châtillon sur Seine, from Haute Côte de Bonne and the Haute Côte de Nuit, and from the flatland vineyards of the Côte d'Or, which is cooler, which is a cooler area, which is best for sparkling wines, and it's also cheaper vineyard. Because, again, it's not the vineyards that would make great still wine anyway. Next, explain the differences between the three main areas of Burgundy for the production of Cremant and its outcome on the style, north, center, and south. So in the north, we have a cool climate, no distinct hot, dry summer, and this far north, vines need to face south or southeast to gain maximum warmth and light. These areas usually produce wines with high acidity and a light body. In the center, you're going to find a continental climate with low and sometimes freezing winter temperatures and drier sunny summers producing wines with just ripe fruit and high acidity. Because of the high value of the grapes for steel wines on the Côte d'Or, very little of the fruit goes to Cremant. In the south, which is both Maconnais and Beaujolais, it has a Mediterranean influence with high summer temperatures, producing wines with riper fruit and lower acidity. However, they are at risk of summer storms. So that's mostly the three the differences between north, center, and south. And even the easier way to remember is that the center, the Côte d'Or, it's so valuable for still wine that there's not a lot of fruit going it for Cremont. So somehow you can even eliminate the center for Cremont. And then when you divide north and south, north will give you higher acidity, lighter body wines, while the south will give you a riper fruit character and lower acidity. And in the north, it is better if the vineyards are facing south or southeast because it's really cool up there. While on the south, it's going to be hotter. So usually they don't struggle with ripeness. Next, what's the latest... What is the latest growers can declare which fruit is intended for Cremont Bourgogne? So until when do growers have to say which fruit goes for Cremont Bourgogne? Until the end of March. So see the difference? In Cremont d'Alsace it was until July. In Bourgogne it's until the end of March. Next, what are the main grape varieties for Cremont Bourgogne? Chardonnay, Pinot Noir are the dominant ones. But Gamay, Pinot Gris, Aligoté, Melon and Pinot Blanc are also common. What are the common hazards in Burgundy? Hail, spring frosts, fungal disease, and Esca. Next, 
What are the grapes for Crémant de Bourgogne Blanc? Grapes for Crémant de Bourgogne Blanc. The blend must be a minimum of 30% Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Pinot Blanc, or Pinot Gris. Either alone or in a blend. So you can either blend all these grapes, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Pinot Blanc, and Pinot Gris, or you can just use one of them, but you need at least 30% of them. And you can put up to 20% of Gamay, not more. Next, what are the grapes for Crémant Blanc de Blanc? So the previous one was Crémant de Bourgogne Blanc. This one is Crémant de Bourgogne Blanc de Blanc. Chardonnay and other grape varieties, other white grape varieties. So the white grape varieties I just mentioned before. Next, what are the grapes for Crémant de Bourgogne Blanc de Noir? Only Pinot Noir. Next, what are the grapes for Crémant de Bourgogne Rosé? Predominantly Pinot Noir, but a small amount of Gamay is allowed. Next, what's the production share for Crémont de Bourgogne of merchant houses, cooperatives, and independent winemakers themselves. How much of which do you have of merchant houses, cooperatives, and independent winemakers for Crémont de Bourgogne? So about two-third are merchant houses, then one-third cooperatives, and only about 2% independent winemakers. So the merchant houses for Cremont de Bourgogne are a big deal. And the rest of it, basically cooperatives. And then 2% of independent winemakers. It makes sense that the number is only 2% because I'm assuming that most growers sell their grapes to the cooperatives. So those are the outsiders. Next, what are the top 10 companies? Sorry. The top 10 companies are responsible for 90% of the volume of production of the Cremont Bourgogne. True or false? It is true. The top 10 companies in, in Burgundy that produce, the top 10 companies in, in Burgundy to produce Cremont Bourgogne produce about 90% of the volume. Next. What is the percentage of the export market for Cremont Bourgogne? 40%. So, better than Alsace. Alsace, we were at 20% uh, export market and 80% domestic market. Cremont Bourgogne, 40% export market. Not bad. Next, what are the two top tiers of Cremont Bourgogne? So Cremont Bourgogne has two top tiers. What are those? Cremont Bourgogne Eminent and Cremont Bourgogne Grand Eminent. Next, what's the minimum lease aging for Cremont de Bourgogne Eminent? 
24 months. So when you will see Cremont Bourgogne Emino, 24 months minimum of, of lease aging. Next, what are the requirements for Cremont de Bourgogne Grand Eminent? So if you are producing a Cremont de Bourgogne Grand Eminent that is white, you can only use Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. If it's a rosé, you can only use up to 20% of Gamay. It has a minimum of 30 months of lease aging and three months in the bottle before release. And it must be brute. Watch out with these brute designations only. Remember, brute is 0 to 12. So within that category, you also have extra brute and brute nature. So, yeah, anything from 0 to 12. Next, from a market standpoint, in the whole Burgundy region, why it can be tough for Cremont? So from a market standpoint, why is it tough for Cremont in Burgundy? Because the rising prices of the steel wines from Chardonnay and Pinot Noir from Burgundy can reduce the availability of grapes for Cremant. And it makes sense. If you have your grapes that are valuable for steel wine, why would you give them for Cremant? Make your steel wine. A good example of it is Ruy. Ruy used to be a center for Cremant production, and now they can get better prices for steel wines. At the end, it's all a business, guys. Next, the production of Cremant de Loire, Again, I want to note that we changed to Cremont de Loire. We're not talking about Cremont de Bourgogne anymore. The production of Cremont de Loire is roughly equal to sparkling Vouvray and Saumur combined. True or false? It is true. It is true. I'm going to just read the question again just in case. The production of Cremont de Loire is roughly equal to sparkling and to sparkling Vouvray and Saumur combined. Okay, so there's as much sparkling Vouvray and Saumur as there's Cremont de Loire. Next, how much percentage is the total sparkling wine compared to all wines in the Loire? Thirteen percent. So once again, a very small amount. Cremont de Loire represents... So, no, not Cremont de Loire, sorry. Sparkling wine in the Loire Valley, which is Cremont, Vouvray, and Saumur. Sparkling wine only represents 13% of the total wine production in the Loire Valley. Next, how much percentage of Cremont de Loire is white? And what's the common, common style? So 90% of Cremont de Loire is going to be white. And most of it is brute. Next question. Has the vineyard area for Cremont de Loire production increased or declined? It has increased 
For you to have an idea, in 2012, you had 1,600 hectares. And in 2017, 2,100 hectares. So in five years, 500 hectares extra. It's been on the rise. Next, what, uh, sorry, where are grapes for Crémont de Loire grown? Crémont de Loire, the grapes for Crémont de Loire are only and exclusively grown in Anjou-Saumur and Touraine. Okay, so Crémont de Loire, grapes must come from Anjou-Saumur and Touraine. Next, where does must fruit come from for Crémont de Loire? So, the distinction between the previous question. The previous question was, where are the grapes from the, uh, for Crémont de Loire grown? And it must be an only Touraine or Anjou-Samur. And this question here is, where does most of the fruit come from for Crémont de Loire? from the south and the southwest of Saumur. So the south and southwest area of Saumur is where most of the fruit comes from for Crémont de Loire. Next, are the grapes for Crémont de Loire planted only, planted on less or better exposed sites? Sorry, I'm just gonna repeat this question. I wasn't reading properly. Are the grapes for Crémont de Loire planted on less or better exposed sites? Come on, guys. We've had this type of questions all over the sparkling wine. You should know already, less exposed. The hills and the better exposed sites are for still wines. Always think about it. No matter if you're German, French, or whatever kind of quality of wine you're trying to produce, normally sparkling grapes for sparkling wines are grown in less exposed or less good or less valued vineyard plots next what are the grapes for Cremont de Loire so the most important grape for Cremont de Loire is Chenon Blanc but you might also find Cabernet Franc Cabernet Sauvignon Grolot Noir and Grolot Gris Pinot d'Ani Pinot Noir, and Chardonnay. Next, talk about Sauvignon Blanc for Crémont de Loire. What do you think about Sauvignon Blanc for Crémont de Loire? Sauvignon Blanc is not allowed for Crémont de Loire. Next, what's the deadline for producers to declare they will make Crémont de Loire? July. So here we go, exactly like in Alsace. Alsace and Loire, they have until July to say what, if they're going to make, um, if they're going to make Cremont de Loire. And in Burgundy, they have until March to say which grapes are going to be used for Cremont de Bourgogne. Next, what is the usual time on lease for Cremont de Loire? It goes from nine months to 24 months. So if you want a fruitier style, closer to the nine months. If you want more autolytic, autolytic style, closer to the 24 months. Next, 
blending from different areas within the Cremont de Loire appellations before the second fermentation in the bottle is common to maintain consistency in the larger brands. True or false? It's true. Next, what's the most used type of press for Cremont de Loire? Pneumatic press to produce a high-quality juice with low phenolics. Most of the sparkling wines, they use pneumatic press. Next, what are the requirements for the top-tier Prestige de Loire? It can only be white wine. Must be made from Chenon Blanc, Cabernet Franc, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, either singly or blended must have a minimum of 20 months of lease aging, must be vintage dated, and under 12 grams of, of sugar per liter. So it has to be brut or under. So brut, brut is the most common, brut nature, extra brut allowed as well. Producers must also achieve a set of environment standards aiming at sustainable viticulture within five years. Next, how much percentage do the nine large houses produce of the Loire Valley? So the nine large houses of the Loire, how much percentage of Cremont de Loire they produce? 80%. So once again, we see nine big houses producing 80%. Next question. For Saumur and Vouvray, what is the ratio of steel wine and sparkling wine production? 60% sparkling, 40% steel wine. So there's more sparkling than still wine made in the appellations of Saumur and Vouvray. Next question. Requirements for Saumur Mousseux. White, rosé, harvest and yields. So for the white wines, minimum 60% of Chenon Blanc and may have up to 10% of Sauvignon Blanc. While the rosé, minimum 60 60% Cabernet Franc and up to 10% Sauvignon Blanc. Mechanical harvest is allowed and the yields, so you can produce 120 liters of wine out of 130 grapes allowed. So you can produce more wine out of the grapes than Cremant, which will mean that the quality will be lower. Last two questions. Which grape must be 95% of the blend for Vouvray Mousseux? Chenon Blanc. So Vouvray Mousseux is at least 95% made from Chenon Blanc. The last question, are yields higher or lower in the Loire for the production of Cremant compared to steel wines? We're back to the same question in every other region. We're comparing... Are the yields higher or lower for sparkling wine compared to steel wine? So here are the yields 
higher or lower in the Loire for the production of Cremant compared to steel wines. And obviously, again, they're higher because not as much need for fruit concentration and ripeness. Hope you enjoyed it somehow and that it brought some value to you.